And so I use that like more grand example of a ceremony for death and rebirth. But what if we embodied that mission and that vision in every single fucking moment that we are dying and being reborn? So in little moments as well, when we're doing the dishes, I choose to let go of this version of myself in a really big way. And I choose to reconnect to the person that I am meant to be when I came straight out the womb. Like how fucking empowering is that? That at any moment we can allow ourselves to let go of versions of ourselves that feel no longer serving and to reconnect with our true selves in each and every moment, just with presence, just with awareness, just with deeper love. Hello, my loves, and welcome to Bad Witches Only. I am your host, Ali Schlenner. If you don't know who I am, I am an intuitive life coach, a Reiki master teacher. I am a breathwork facilitator, integrative energy healer, yoga teacher. And at the end of the day, what I do and who I am is um, a force of unconditional love in the world. So, here we are. We are coming together. And this is our first episode. Oh my goodness. And of course, there's been so much resistance that comes up within me when I think about recording. I'm like, oh my God, I want it to be perfect. I want to (laughs) be in the mood to record. I want to know what I'm fucking talking about. Well, hello. (laughs) Episode number one, we're just free flowing. And also up in this bitch, we are going to be swearing. We are going to be messy. We are going to be non-judgmental of all of the humanness that we experience in this space. So if I am saying things that trigger you and bring out parts of you that feel yucky in any way, shape, or form, I give you the invitation in this moment to hold yourself through that and give yourself what it is that you need in that moment to feel okay, to feel comforted, to feel loved, to feel supported and to release any pressure of, oh, I have to finish this episode or I have to do X, Y, Z, or I shouldn't feel this way. Fuck that. Things that, you know, everybody says, is a mirror and a reflection of that which is happening within us. So if at any point in this show, your needs are bringing you to support yourself in a different way, answer that call. And that is your invitation. So here and today, I would like to talk about the art of letting go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And It's funny because this topic has been floating around in my mind and I'm like, what the fuck am I even going to say about this? (laughs) And also at the same time, there have been so many fucking life lessons that I have learned in connection to letting go over the past few months, few years. And it is one of those things where If you can learn to let go, you realize you can have anything that you fucking want. So that's what we're going to dive into today. And also letting go is necessary to be able to receive that which you're calling in. So let's talk about this. Let's, Let's dive the fuck in. 
first and foremost, the inspiration from this episode has come from about 10 minutes ago. I sold my car, my car, my baby, my baby bird. I named it baby bird about, <laughs> about 20 seconds before the Carvana people arrived. So new name for my baby, baby bird. And now baby bird flies. <laughs> Now baby bird is like a, a youthful bird and youthful bird is now flying away. So I hope that her owner, her next owner finds her and loves her and appreciates her as much as I have during our time together. And this sale was one of the last things in like things, material things that I am letting go of in this chapter of my life. So for those of you who have been on this journey with me on Instagram and social media in terms of what the fuck has happened over these past few months, because I never imagined that I would be in the place that I am in right now, uh, three months ago when I decided to move to San Diego. So for those of you who need a little catch up, let me just deliver that. And then we will continue talking about the art of letting go. So first and foremost, Three months ago, I uh, in November, I decided, which is more than three months ago. Hi. <laughs> Where the fuck have the past few months gone? Um, so anywho, not three months ago, longer than that. I moved to San Diego uh, the day after Thanksgiving. I drove cross country and I said, okay, we are doing this motherfucking thing. We are going pedal to the metal, baby, cross country, me and baby bird. And as I drove cross country, it was one of these, you know, intuitive downloads that I had felt since for like six months leading up to this moment. And mostly for my whole life was just this pull to move to California. And I always thought I was going to live there. And to sum it all up, when I arrived in California, shit started getting crazy in my life, specifically in the places that I was living in. So the first place that I moved into was haunted. So I didn't end up staying there. And the second place that I moved into, I found a woman who had already passed away. And um, that was just heartbreaking in so many fucking ways and like overwhelming as in the human experience and yeah, it brought me to new levels of spirituality and so many teachings as well, but it really like hit my heart. It struck my heart um, deeply, of course. And the third place that I moved into, I signed a lease for one year. I was like, yeah, I found my dream apartment. It's so cute. It's just a sweet little studio and it's all mine. And there's a hot tub and a pool and my balcony overlooks these areas. And it was just adorable. And I was starting to furnish it. I signed a lease, as I said. And then two weeks in, I found out there was black mold and I found this out by getting really motherfucking sick, like really, really sick. I was in the ER. I had vision loss and um, amnesia and severe brain fog. And I really couldn't think at all. It was just like, I would be standing in the closet, staring at my hands, wondering how the fuck I got there for, I don't know how long I was there. I can't even explain 
because I was just in another world. So anywho, I would come back into my body. It was like, I would be standing in the closet. I would leave my body. I would drop back in. And I would just be like, what the fuck? How long have I been here? Why am I staring at my hands? And that is like the one memory I have being in the apartment in San Diego where I was, I realized, holy fuck, there's something very wrong. So acknowledging that, um, then I had to make big time moves and changes and in my life after that. And all of these things happened in a period of three months. And after the black mold, I had to throw all of my shit straight up in the trash. There it goes in the trash, (laughs) all of my clothes, all of my shoes, all of like my bags, all of my linens, all of my towels, all of um, everything I had just bought to furnish the apartment, my bed, my box spring, my couch, my desk, my chair, like anything that was fabric or wooden. had to go straight in the trash. And of course that was a moment of deep letting go. Just let it on go, baby girl. It's time to let it go. And in the moment, as I was going through these things, my body was not really processed. My body, my mind, my soul were not really processing what it was and what it meant to let go of these things in the moment. It was just something that had to get done. It was non-negotiable for my health and they had to go in the trash. And of course I was like overwhelmed by the changes that were happening. And I mean, I had seen myself in San Diego. I had envisioned myself landing in San Diego and living my life there. And then all of these crazy things happened and I realized, okay, this is not what is meant to happen. So yes, I had seen myself there. Yes, I had, you know, had all these visions and like manifestations and goals that I wanted to pursue in San Diego. And I saw myself, you know, teaching in person and doing workshops and studying at little cafes there and just really rooting and grounding there. And as all of these things have been changing, And as I've been letting go and changing course, and now my priorities have shifted big time because what I am prioritizing is my health in all of the ways, my spiritual health, my mental, emotional health, my physical health. And being in San Diego, I wasn't able, I didn't have the time and the space to be able to prioritize these things because my life was focused around building my business and moving forward and what my idea of forward movement meant in that moment, which was like, quote unquote, buckling down and creating content for social media and just doing so much all of the time, because I did feel in a way like, okay, I have now entered San Diego And the price of living, the energy exchange for being here is expensive. Um, It's more than I was used to, I'll say. And so adjusting to that, there was all of this pressure that I put on myself to be successful overnight with my business, to all of a sudden have all these clients and to all of a sudden 
just be in the flow of diving into my business. And at the same time, I had just not given myself the space to take care of myself in the way that I needed moving through this. And what I was lit up by was quote unquote, doing the work in my business, not so much taking care and nurturing myself and nurturing my financial well-being as well, because that's a huge part of it. And I took this huge financial risk to move to San Diego. And then all of these things started happening. And I was like, holy fuck, changing course. And so as I've moved through this, I am really like grateful now looking back on the experiences because they have shifted my course in ways that I didn't know I needed it to shift. And I'll talk a little bit about that as well, because as I've been nurturing myself, as I've been giving all of the fucking love and tender care and healing energy to me, all of the things that I was so fucking worried about in my business began to just unfold very naturally without me like pushing and marketing and going crazy. It just has happened in the way that I am now opening myself to receiving some of the things that I had so deeply wanted. For example, like clients and then a balance of what I'm spending and what I'm making and just feeling confident in my ability to move forward with my business and to be receiving that confirmation through what the universe is providing me that I am on the right track and that I am motherfucking doing the damn thing. And the second I took the pressure off of myself to do so damn much, the universe started to give to me in like quite miraculous ways in really beautiful ways. So let's dive the fuck into that. Um, after being in San Diego, I went also funny side note. I have to tell you this because (laughs) it's just one of those moments from the universe where you're like, what the actual fuck is this happening? Why is this happening? Can somebody just tell me more? Um, so after San Diego, I went to Tulum for a week. My plan was to go for a month. I rented an Airbnb for one month in Tulum. I arrive at my Airbnb and this is shit. Like you can't make this fuck this fucking shit up. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. This is like, it's unreal. The things that have happened recently. And my therapist told me as well. He was like, Allie, if I didn't know you, uh, to be honest, I would question, is this real? <laughs> and there may be some people who question, is this real? Because it is so fucking crazy. So I arrived to Tulum. And I got to my Airbnb, my little apartment, and the room that I was supposed to be staying at was room number nine, and room number nine had not been cleaned by the cleaning lady. So, anywho, no big deal. Miscommunication. I said, sir, it's, mind you, it's 12.30 at night, 12.30 a.m., almost one o'clock in the morning, and I said, okay, sir, this room is not clean. Can we please go to a different room. Any other room is perfect. No problem. We're just going to go to a different one. And he's like trying to make the bed (laughs) with dirty sheets to like cover up the fact that it's dirty. And I'm like, sir, there's a plate here with a sausage on it. We have some chorizo right here. And I (laughs) would like a room without chorizo, please. Thank you. (laughs) And so anywho, 
he goes down, he organizes some things at the front desk and he ends up moving me to room number seven, the only available room in the little like apartment complex. And when I get to room number seven, I start unpacking my things, you know, I get in my jammies and I was probably there for like 15 to 20 minutes. And I was just kind of walking around seeing what's happening. And I was like, um, okay, I'm starting to feel weird. Allie is starting to feel weird. Allie is having a minor panic attack because Allie is starting to feel like there's black mold in the motherfucking building. And my hands start swelling up, which is um, like a response that my body is going in to fight or flight when all of the energy in your body rushes to your extremities. That's a sign that your body is going into sympathetic nervous system overdrive. And that was the first thing I felt. And then I looked in the mirror and balloon mama over here. My cheeks were just like fucking huge. And I was like, oh my God, not the water retention, not the inflammation. What the fuck is happening? Is there black mold in this bitch? And I started to have brain fog and I started to have a light headache and I was literally there for 20 fucking minutes and I'm walking around like inspecting the place now. Like, is there black mold? Is there black mold? So I'm in the bathroom looking up above the shower. I see there is black mold that is painted over um, with white paint. And like, you can see the specks of black mold and it's literally the entire wall. So I was like, oh fuck, there's like a shit ton of black mold in here. And then I look on the other side of that wall, which joins the bedroom and the wall is crumbling from the other side. It's straight up crumbling, just like melting. And I was like, oh my God, not this is not happening. This is not happening. And you can see in through the crumbling specks of the wall, and it's just straight black. It's straight black and it's all painted over with white, but like you, there is no concealing the black because it is an entire wall of black mold in a studio. So it's, you know. It's 50% of the fucking studio is black mold. So anywho, one o'clock in the morning, walking down the streets of Tulum with my suitcase, (laughs) dirt roads, pulling my suitcase. It's a huge suitcase. I don't know because I don't know what I was thinking. I'm traveling with all of this shit to fucking Tulum. What like, Allie, you know better. You backpacked for seven years and you're still dragging shit around in foreign countries for no reason because hi, the universe is trying to tell me to detach from material things. And I have this giant motherfucking suitcase that I'm pulling down the dirt roads of Tulum. It's not going very well. Um, And yeah, so I'm walking around looking for somewhere to stay. It's one o'clock in the morning. And then all of a sudden it's 1.30 in the morning. And I'm like, oh my God, this is what the fuck is going on. I'm walking down side roads and I'm just like looking for a hotel. I ended up finding a hotel, ended up finding the hotel that I was going to stay at. It's like a bougie fucking retreat center. (laughs) Really cool. Really cool. Holistica. And if anybody's familiar with Tulum, um, Tulum Beach by Noon, uh, Holistica. And anywho, uh, I forget which comedian said that, but my roommate used to say that all the time. Tulum Beach by Noon. And it just kind of had this ring to it. And anywho... I arrive at the place, two o'clock in the morning, I get there, everything is okay, all is well. So basically, the universe did not want me to be in Tulum for very long because it said, okay, girl, you're not meant to be here for a month. Here is your out to escape from that Airbnb. 
accept it. So for the month that I was there, I mean, for the, hi, I wasn't there for a month. I just said that Uh, for the week that I was there, I ended up having allergic reactions to like everything I put in my body straight up. I would have a taco. I would have a veggie taco. I'm a vegetarian. I'm a pescatarian. So I'd have a veggie taco and I would all of a sudden be broken out in these rashes all out of my mouth. And it was just like bubbling from my, all of my body parts. And I had all these rashes and my stomach was just like, no, we're not, we can't do this. We need help, (laughs) help, help. My body was just screaming for help because inflammation triggers, um, like the immune response in my body or the immune response triggers inflammation. And then with that, your body can't process what you're putting in because it's constantly looking for toxins and it's on hyper alert system overdrive where it just can't let things in because it's looking for the toxin and it's it's diagnosing things as toxins that are not necessarily toxins because it's in a super inflamed state. So that was what was happening with my body. I was allergic to everything. I couldn't eat anything. And my body was just screaming for help. And so I ended up leaving Tulum after like four, five, five days. And I'm so happy I did. And I went back to Boston. So in this state, we're talking about letting go here, right? Hi, back on track, girl. You got this. Podcasting 101 with Allie. <laughs> Anywho. I arrive back in Boston. I decide I have to get all of these things situated in my life. Doctor, dentist, um, clearing out my closet. That is exactly what my focus has been as I've been in Boston. And I realize how much stuff I had hold held onto over the years from all of the different apartments I had lived in and all of the traveling that I had done and all of the things that I had accumulated. And uh, what I was feeling guided to do is to just clear everything out. So I listened to that intuitive call and that like message had come through while I was in Tulum as well was go home, deal with the shit you need to deal with because all of that shit that is not dealt with is taking up space in your brain. So we need to clear that out. We just need to give it a little whoop, whoop, the full cleansing. And so And so as I did that full cleansing, I realized, so don't mind, like the housekeepers want to come in and say hi. <laughs> Woo-wee! Podcasting 101 with Allie. What did I say? We're going to be messy. We're going to be imperfect. And we're just going to keep doing the damn thing over and over. And one day we're going to get it right, but it doesn't have to be today. We can just be as we are and let it live and like, let these things go. Okay. The housekeeper wants to check in. Great. We're just going to let it go. Let it roll off of our back like water. It's not ruining this episode. It's not ruining my mood. We're doing the damn thing. So anywho, felt the call to let all of these things go. And a lot of the things that I had been holding onto held attachment and energy to people and situations that may not have been serving to me. And so as I moved through this, and what I mean by that is like some of them were attached to ex-boyfriends. You know, I had an apartment with an ex and 
I paid for the things. So I had the things and I was keeping them for my next apartment. Okay. So all of these things now have the energy of this person and the energy of this person is not in alignment with the energy of me and that I hold in this moment to be free. That the energy attached to that person is connected to emotional abuse. And when I like think of it, I literally feel chains. It feels like uh, very heavy and not serving experience um, with this person. So why am I holding on to the things? I'm holding on to the things because of fear or why was I holding on to these things? I was holding on to them because of the fear of replacing them. Everyone told me, Allie, don't let go of these things because you're going to get a new apartment one day and you're going to be so happy that you have them and you don't have to buy them again. Okay. That belief is not in alignment with who I am in this moment because I deserve freedom. And I also deserve things. I deserve my world to be filled with energy and people and things that remind me of how free, empowered, safe I am to just be myself. And those things are not representative of the energy that I am calling into my life now. So holding on to them is keeping me stuck and chained to the energy that is no longer welcome in my life. So yes, I let go of this person. I did. I let go of this person. And and after that, it's time to let go of the things attached to that because I deserve to be free. I deserve to be so motherfucking free. And if San Diego taught me anything, it is that we do not need material things. And material things often give us an identity. And our identity exists within our souls. Our identity is who we fucking are to our soul's core. And to allow our highest self to be the one that determines that. And to acknowledge that material things come into our life and out of our life. And the more we can practice detaching from these things, the more free our souls will be to show up as their authentic selves. So let me say that again, if I can remember what I said. Um, The more we practice detaching from material things and people and objects and whatever it is that is flowing in and out of our lives, the more we can allow the flow to happen, the more free our highest self will feel to take up more space within ourselves and to show up, to allow that to shine through every ounce of our being. And that is what my highest self is craving so deeply at this moment is that sense of freedom and that sense of detachment and that sense of openness and that sense of liberation. And I didn't even know that I was clinging to these things until I went to let them go. And I had the like cellular experience of, oh my gosh, I'm nervous to let this go because that means I will once one day have to replace it. And maybe I will. Same thing with selling my car. Oh my gosh, I'm letting this go. And one day I'm going to have to replace it. Okay. Let myself replace it. We Like we got this. And the thing is now what I'm embodying and what I choose to embody is that 
I will be able to replace this and not holding the fear of, oh my gosh, maybe I can't replace it moving forward, or maybe it will block me from opportunities. No, holding onto this thing in this moment is what's blocking me from opportunities. Trusting myself to be able to replace the fucking things in our lives. That is what my soul is meant for. My soul is meant to be trusted. My intuition is meant to be trusted. My highest self is meant to be trusted. And I am meant to be trusted in my capability to be able to move through what I'm moving through now and to let go of these things and and what that brings up physically, emotionally, spiritually, and to trust myself that this series of letting go is really just opening me up to the energy that I've been wanting to call into my life, but I've been so damn attached to the things that the way things once were into the things that represent the energy of what once was. And that blocks me from being able to receive that, which I'm calling in that, which I'm more deeply embodying that, which is representative of Ali 2.0 of Ali bad bitch of like my highest self is a motherfucking bad bitch. And, <laughs> and I love that about her. So to be able to acknowledge that and to have my full trust in myself to let go of these things and to just see what happens. Because what I'm realizing at this point is we hold on to things due to obligation and due to fear. The more we can eliminate fear from our existence, the happier we will be. And the more goodness, high vibrational shit we will attract into our lives. And you know, I say the word goodness, but I'm probably going to go off on a ta- tangent one of these days talking about how like good and bad don't really exist in my mind. It's just like, it is what it is. But anywho, we, in order to manifest the things that we are calling in, we need to align our energy with that version of ourselves of who receives those things. and. Simultaneously, we need to create the space within our energetic self to be able to receive them. So, for example, having a busy mind all of the time focused on all the shit you need to do. I need to call the doctor. I need to go to the dentist. I need to do X, Y, Z. The fucking to-do list that is miles and miles long takes up space in your mind that could be used for conscious co-creation with the universe or something else, something else, whatever it is that you're feeling called to spend your time thinking about or acting about, or just being about that deserves to take up space in your mind. And also these things that we attach ourselves to physically And these are like the material objects and um, just the physical things. These things block us on the physical level from being able to receive that which we're calling in that is more deeply in alignment with who we are today. But the more we hold on to, and this is like, this goes for ourselves too. The more we hold on to things that are not in alignment with who we are now, because And when I say now, I mean this 
concept that we are ever evolving humans. And in the now moment, I am different than I was two weeks ago. In the now moment, I am different than I was even five minutes ago. And spiritually, we can change so fucking fast, so fucking fast, like snap of the fingers, boom. I'm going to have an energy healing session and literally change within that session. You can have, and same with like breath work. And that is when I realized when I began doing breath work was when I realized how fast these shifts can happen at the spiritual level. And so just for a little bit of context here, we have four auric levels. We have the um, physical, we have the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual, the mental and emotional. And from what I have seen in my practice, kind of like blur together in the closest way. And the spiritual is the least dense. It is the lightest, the easiest to transform. The physical is the most dense. So when we have transformations on the spiritual level, it takes more time to see those transformations in the physical. So something that I've heard often in the spiritual community is the phrase, hold the pose, quote unquote, hold the pose. And I fucking love this phase because we can have these transformations that happen in the spiritual level. And we have our manifestations floating around in our energetic vortex, and they are waiting to show up in the physical. But all we need to do is hold the pose in the physical level at the same vibration of the spiritual level of that high vibration is all I mean. So stay in the high vibrational frequency for a little bit longer, just a little bit longer, just linger longer in the high vibration and trust that it is coming into the physical and that it takes more time for it to land into the physical because it has to pass through a little bit of denser energy. And at that time where it is integrating and just kind of like seeping in from the spiritual, passing into the mental, emotional, you notice your thoughts change, your beliefs change, your subconscious is changing a little. And as that stuff changes and you begin to think more positive thoughts or react with more love, less judgment, and that becomes to be like your new normal, it then seeps in to the physical. So just not getting discouraged between point A and point B, the point A of the spiritual transformation and point B of receiving that in physical form. So clearing space for that on the physical level by getting rid of things is one of the best things, in my opinion, in my experience that you can do in order to be able to receive the transformations that you're making on the spiritual, mental, emotional levels. and. It's so beautiful to watch and observe what happens like in my own life as I move through these transformations as well. And so creating the space of the physical can also mean choosing to eat foods that are more high vibrational and choosing to do things that are less, that feel less self-sabotage and that can mean a whole bunch of things to a whole bunch of people. But what you're really doing is preparing your physical vessel to be able to receive that which is changing on the spiritual level. And 
the spiritual transformations can take form in so many different ways, shapes, and forms, but it can even be like connecting to your intuition more and choosing to trust your intuition more. It can be like journaling and just letting your subconscious free flow, getting more in touch with the subconscious programs that run and dictate your life. Because the reality of the situation is our subconscious mind is what dictates our reality. And that takes a whole lot of motherfucking work (laughs) to be able to, and not necessarily in a negative way, it can be really beautiful work, but to be aware of what it is that's happening on the subconscious level. And that is why in my opinion, coaching is so beautiful because we have this mirror of this person who can reflect back the subconscious programs that are ingrained within us just by like giving an example of how we said something or whatever it may be. But it is this coaching as a container is really to be a mirror for you to show you the things that you can't see within yourself. Because as these subconscious programs continue to run over and over and over again, we get accustomed to showing up in the world in a very particular way. And it gets harder to see for ourselves what it is that's happening on the subconscious level because these pathways of our brain get more ingrained each and every time that we think a thought that confirms them. So with that, I've gone off on a little bit of a tangent here, but it is very important. So with that, as we become more aware of our thoughts and our program. So that can be through meditation. That can be through journaling, through breath work, through coaching, through simple awareness of our thoughts in each and every moment of creating the space and the practice of mindfulness. Like I love the example of being mindful as you do the dishes and, um, It's so simple, but just bringing deeper awareness and bringing deeper space into that moment in each and every moment, whether you're doing the dishes or having the conversation with a friend and just observing yourself and what is your default mechanism to survive this interaction and to just acknowledge, okay, I hear this inner voice of mine. I hear my ego showing up in X, Y, Z way. How can I be present with that? And hold that part of myself with more love. What I literally envision for spiritual transformation is my ego showing up and wanting to run the show. And like my highest self just comes in and holds it in my two hands. I just hold my ego and I say, okay, thank you for showing up. Thank you for trying to keep me safe. Um, Now I can show up in a way that is conscious and is with more love. And every single time, if we just let a little bit more love in, we're making the spiritual transformations that can change our lives. So with the integration of the spiritual into the physical and working all together on all four of these auric levels, the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual, and to allow each level to be transformed and to trust that the lighter levels are seeping into the physical and to honor your physical vessel as you move through this transformation process includes letting go, letting go of who 
you once were of, and this is something I love as well, is this like embodiment of Scorpio energy, of Plutonian energy, which is that of death and rebirth. And allowing like every single day and every single moment parts of us to die and to be reborn because we get to choose, right? When we, when we die, we get to choose how it is that we want to show up as a rebirthed part of ourselves, as a rebirthed version of ourselves, I should say. And there are so many like ceremonies you can do to do this. And in terms of like Tamas Cal and um, Sweat Lodge are just an example of these like deep spiritual practices and ceremonies of death and rebirth. And these things can be highly transformational and they're representative of like being in the womb. It's super fucking hot. And you may feel like (laughs) the world is ending and like, you're going to die at any point in time. You won't, you won't die. Um, You're taken care of. And in that moment, when you are in that ceremony, when it's just like, so hot and you're just releasing all of these toxins, it is representative of this moment of death and rebirth and to hold yourself in the womb and to go back to who you were when you were born. So you can emerge from this ceremony in a state of freedom to be who you are meant to be. And so I use that like more grand example of a ceremony for death and rebirth. But what if we embodied that mission and that vision in every single fucking moment that we are dying and being reborn. So in little moments as well, when we're doing the dishes, I choose to let go of this version of myself in a really big way. And I choose to reconnect to the person that I am meant to be when I came straight out the womb. Like how fucking empowering is that? That at any moment we can allow ourselves to let go of versions of ourselves that feel no longer serving and to reconnect with our true selves in each and every moment, just with presence, just with awareness, just with deeper love. And to trust that the more we connect with our highest self and who we're meant to be, the easier it gets to let go of the things that are no longer in alignment with who we thought we should be. All right. And that's some strong words right there. The more we connect to our highest self, the easier it gets to let go of the versions of ourselves that we thought we should be. Yes. Yes. And there is this whole like stigma surrounding the word should. And in the coaching community, I've noticed where a lot of people are just letting go of this word with with every part of their being, like no longer am I using the word should? I no longer need to show up in the way that I quote unquote should and just being who we fucking are meant to be. So with that comes the inevitable process of letting go. And yes, letting go brings up deep emotions. It brings up um, different experiences of all of the things that we, all of the energy that are attached to the things that we're letting go of and also letting go of people. It is not easy to let go of people in life. It just is not, especially if you are like an empath. It is not easy to let to do this process of, oh my gosh, this person is, and to just acknowledge the reflection of this person's energy doesn't feel good to my heart and soul. And I feel like 
And this is a major thing for me as I practice unconditional love more and more, but the acknowledgement of, I don't feel safe to show up as I am in the environment with this person, because I'm afraid they won't love me. I'm afraid they won't love me unless I show up as a certain version of myself. And to really go deeply in the work within myself of I hold myself and I love myself unconditionally and people and spaces that do not support my expansion into unconditional love are no longer welcome in my life. And these things and people and relationships have just so gracefully melted away the more and more I embodied unconditional love because through that process as well, I'm not judging the people who can't hold me with unconditional love. That is a part of practicing unconditional love is not judging people for not being able to hold me in that and, and still loving them through that process and not just like straight up cutting people out of my life. Like, nope, you're (laughs) X. I, that is not how this process has showed up in my life. And I understand that everybody has a different process to this, a different way of going. And in my experience, it has been very graceful and gentle because my only focus has been to let in more love for myself first and then for others, for myself first and then for others, to allow myself to love myself first and then allow myself to put the boundaries and sometimes distance in place to be able to return back to the space of love for this person. Because sometimes when we're too close to people who don't love themselves with their whole being, we start to feel resentment. We start to feel anger. We start to feel judgment. So what boundaries do I need in place to be able to come back to love for this person? Because this person deserves love the same way that I deserve love. So I put the fucking boundaries in place to be able to love them. And sometimes that is from a distance and that is okay. And you are safe to do that. And I say these things as well, because creating the space in your life in terms of material things and in just energy period is so important in order to be able to embody this new reborn version of yourself that is more deeply connected to who you are meant to be. And you can feel in your body, right? And I mean, I'm I'm a feeler on the bodily level. This is how I receive my intuitive messages is I listen to my body. And this is how the universe has brought me closer to my intuition is through the channel of my physical body. So, and I invite you all to practice in this way if it feels resonant to you. So in the moment when you are with certain people or around certain things or thinking about letting go of some of the things in your closet or whatever it may be, When you feel, when you are close to this object or this person, do you feel safe? Do you feel safe to just be exactly as you are? Do you feel expanded in the presence? Do you feel warm? Do you feel supported? Do you feel love? Do you feel more deeply connected to love in this presence? And is there anything that you can do to create the bridge between you and this person or thing to let in more love? Or do you feel like in order to come back to love, you have to do X, Y, Z, for example, removing yourself, taking more time for yourself, whatever it may be. And the only responsibility you have in this moment, those moments 
is to do the things that bring you back to love. And as you do that, your highest self will thank you and you will inevitably raise your vibration, your vibrational frequency to be able to welcome in the things and manifestations that you've been calling into your life and into your vortex. The things that float around in your vortex are really just waiting for you to raise your vibration to a place where you'll be able to receive them, to create the space to be able to receive them as well. So as you choose love, that is just what you're doing. It's a part of the process. And when the focus becomes centered around love, and that is the main fucking prerogative, Britney Spears, bitch. (laughs) When love is the main prerogative, you're only, you will realize that letting go is so much fucking easier because you're not so attached to the thing. Your focus isn't on like the grief and the sadness of, of letting that thing go. It's on the objective of I'm letting more love into my life. And this feels so fucking expansive. And it's so beautiful as well, because it's just a feeling that we have that is so fucking rewarding. And the other thing I want to mention is, oh my gosh, it's so important to note that both love and grief can exist simultaneously. As we let go of these things, human emotions come up. We are humans. We are earth angels as humans, as human expression. And as the humans that we are, we have all of these emotions that, like, in my opinion, make us 10 times more beautiful than I can like even express. I just love our human emotions. They're so beautiful. They're so deep. They're so expansive. They're so magical. And they teach us so much about ourselves. So as we let go of these things, when we're feeling grief, we can also feel gratitude. When we're feeling sadness, we can also feel love. And, you know, I experienced with my clothes as I, I was feeling sadness for letting go of some of my clothes as I was packing for this trip to San Diego. And, um, I'll be going to Florida to visit my dad uh, with my sisters and my mom. Uh, and today, actually I leave today. Um, and as I was packing, I had all of these clothes that have been donated to me by fucking just the most amazing people who are so willing to give to me. And I had so much gratitude like overwhelming gratitude, gratitude to tears going through these clothes. And also at the same time, I was packing for my trip and I was like, oh my gosh, these, I'm so grateful for this. And also these are not my clothes. They're not my clothes. And my identity was housed in the clothes that I had. And I had these experiences, this moment, this memory of packing for my trips of going somewhere warm and getting like all of my skirts and just feeling truly like myself. Like that is Allie in a nutshell. When Allie, I love when I talk about myself in third person, like, I don't know why I do this, but I am who I am. Can't knock me. Um, Can't knock me down. I'm not going to start. So anywho, that is just who I am is this like, I love being in the feminine essence and wearing these flowy, like short skirts and showing my legs and bopping around and just feeling truly like myself. And I feel so embodied in those moments where I just see myself walking along the beach. So that first energy exchange happens of shifting into that feeling of embodiment as I pack. 
And so as I was packing, I was really grieving the the loss of these things that I love so much that make me feel so deeply like myself and make me feel so embodied and so connected to my highest self. And just like this fluid identity that was moving through me of, oh my gosh, I really have felt my identity being attached to these things. And having that realization of, oh my gosh, my identity lives in my soul. It doesn't live in these clothes. I am this person. This is who I am meant to be. This is who I always am and always will be. And also feeling so feeling such like gratitude and love for the realizations that were coming through surrounding identity and for all that I had received from all of these amazing souls and just thinking about the kindness that these people have given to me. They've given from their hearts to mine and how meaningful that is to me. And also at the same time, experiencing the grief of, oh my gosh, I feel like a a part of me is now gone. Like I am really closing the chapter on who I once was, closing that identity chapter and connection of I can only be this person in this setting. And now it's like, Allie, you're meant to be this person in every single setting. All you are is love. You are meant to be embodied in each and every item of clothes that you put on your body. And that to me felt scary. So there was so much happening within me all at once. And I went downstairs and I talked to my mom and I started crying and I was like, mom, oh my God, I'm so grateful, but I'm so sad and I'm grieving. And there's just so much happening within me. And I just feel like I don't know who I am and I'm just refinding myself. And there's so, so much happening. And I'm really, it's this moment is a representation of closing a chapter and opening a new one. And to me, that felt really scary. And it was like, all of these things just hit me at once. And so to acknowledge that as we let go of things and as we move into these new versions of ourselves, holy shit, things are going to come up. Emotions are going to arise within us. And those emotions are the portal to allow you to more deeply embody that what you're moving into because they show you the lessons that you're learning in the present moment. And your only job in those moments is to look inward and be present with those emotions and to say, okay. And to say, thank you for showing me exactly what I need to learn in this moment. Because without those emotions, we don't have the connection to ourselves in such a deep way as we move through this period of transition and transitions often take more integration. They take more gentleness. They take more slowness. So because so much is moving within us and when we shift our spiritual aura, my, our spiritual auric body, and we shift our physical auric body, the mental and emotional shift with it. So being present with whatever the fuck comes up within you and acknowledging that this is here for a reason everything that you're feeling, everything that you're moving through, every single emotion is holds the lessons that you need to learn in order to be able to more deeply embody this next level version of yourself, which includes aligning with and receiving that which you truly want that which you have been calling in all of these beautiful manifestations that are in your vortex waiting for you to level up. And that is this process. So in the art, in the spirit of letting go, we allow ourselves to then move into that which is meant for us, that which is now a part of our new reality. And we fucking deserve that.
We fucking deserve that which is coming to us. And that means opening ourselves up to receive it. Ah, doesn't it feel so good? Just like a big fucking exhale. So that feels complete with, in terms of what I am sharing about the art of letting go. And as you move through this journey, I just want to share so much love with you, no matter what it is that you are moving through, no matter what it is that you are letting go. And I just want to remind you that this conscious decision to let go is ushering in the most beautiful energy to allow you to receive that which has been waiting for you. And I hope that brings you some a sense of faith and a sense of reassurance as you move through this process. And I just want to remind you as well that anything that we choose to let go of, there is something better waiting for us, more aligned with this new up-leveled version of ourselves that is just floating around in your vortex, waiting to be received by you, knowing that that which is meant for you cannot miss you in anything that you let go of because the energy is no longer serving to you. You are creating space for that which is more deeply aligned with your soul self. And I'm so proud of you. I know it's not fucking easy. And I know there's so much that comes up surrounding this, but if you chose to listen to this podcast episode of the art of letting go, I imagine there is something in your life that you're ready to shed in order to open yourself up to something different, something more beautiful, something more serving to you. And as you move through this, just remember that you fucking got this, that practicing detachment is exactly that. It is a practice And each time you allow yourself to let go, you can more deeply embody the art of non-attachment. And it's a beautiful process. It's full of so much like depth and openness. And it sounds so fucking simple and it is so fucking simple. And as the humans that we are, so many of these simple practices are filled with complex emotions. (laughs) And that's a part of being human. So Anywho, um, I also want to share with you just very quickly because we are coming up to a long time of recording um, that so in my own life, I have been experiencing this in real time. The more I clear space, the more magic comes to me. The more I let go of things that are not meant for me, the more money I make, the more soul aligned clients come into my life, the more um, opportunities I have been showered in so many fucking crazy opportunities in the past two weeks. Yeah. In the past two weeks, really where it's just like, Oh, 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 what, what have I, (laughs) what have I done to deserve this? And of course, like, I know what I've done to deserve this. And I know that I do deserve this. And it's just a matter of like, basking in the magic of this energy and this transformation. And so like the opportunities that have presented themselves to me have the potential to change my life and my new energy that I am holding within myself as I move through this is changing my life in real time. 
And it's just this remembrance of, okay, this is my new normal. This is my new normal. This is the next level for me. And accepting that letting go is a process of that. And it's easier said than done, especially for us earth signs. I'm a Capricorn (laughs) and I have six placements in Capricorn. So, and I have eight placements in earth, if astrology makes any sense to you. And which means it sometimes can be hard for me to let go of things because earth signs are the signs of like the material world. And we can get a little bit like stuck and stagnant when we don't allow the energy to free flow and we have the more dense energy of the physical form as we talked about with the auric bodies. So just acknowledging, all right, I am safe to do this and I am safe within myself and I am safe within my capabilities to move forward in this way. And stepping into the unknown always provides magic. So It really fucking does. And it's one of the hardest things to do. And our ego is like, no, 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 no. But if you can learn to be in this place of discomfort in the unknown and revel in the magic that is coming for you, just from the simple acknowledgement and the trust of yourself in the universe, that when you follow your intuition and when you leave your comfort zone in any way, shape or form, boom, opportunities present themselves. So I hope that provides some reassurance, some love along the way. I thank you so much for being present with me during this episode. Um, It's also so funny, test from the universe. I'm in San Diego and San Diego tends to throw me for a loop. And there are certain tests from the universe where it's like you're doing something expansive or scary. And there are things that present themselves that are like, are, are you sure? Are you sure you're going to motherfucking do this? You've been talking about it a lot. And then you see in the physical world, the resistance that exists within you present themselves. For example, as I have been recording this podcast, there have been so many hiccups that have happened along the way. Like the, um, the housekeeping lady came in and then my storage was full. So I had to stop and start recording again. And then, um, the housekeeping lady came in again the second time I was recording. And it's just so funny because I know there's some resistance within me to record and also these imperfections of like the whatever of recording the podcast are not going to prevent me from stepping into my power and sharing my voice in this way, because I know it's valuable. And I know this is a part of my path and the resistance that comes up as we do scary things can sometimes be presented in physical manifestations in the world that surrounds us and in our reality. So just accepting, okay, there's some resistance within me. And this test from the universe isn't a form of like redirection. It's actually, well, it's redirecting me inward to reflect on the resistance that lives within me surrounding the podcast, surrounding my voice, surrounding the value of that and honoring that and acknowledging that and regrounding myself in my worth as I move forward and taking this as a sign of, okay, this is, I know within my whole mind, body, and soul that this is in alignment with my soul self. And thank you for the redirection of the signs and the physical world to bring me back to that space of grounding into my worth as I share my truth. So anywho, tests from the universe can mean a series of different things. And I will, I'm so excited to share more about that because that is my passion 
um, is flowing like with our own intuition and with the universe, with the energy of the universe and aligning our energy with our soul self and aligning our energy with the energy that surrounds us and influences us in each and every breath and each and every moment. So anywho, I love you all. Um, whatever you're navigating at this moment, I invite you to let a little bit more love in for yourself, to linger longer in the space of openness, to linger longer in the space of holding yourself through every fucking emotion that you feel and just acknowledging you are a beautiful human being. And I see that within you. Um, And I really, really hope for yourself that you can look in the mirror and see that for yourself as well. So thank you for tuning in. Allie loves you. I love you, queen. Bad bitches. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Bad Witches Only. I am your host, Allie Schlenner. If you are looking to connect with me, I am on Instagram at Allie Alliance. I will put that in the show notes along with any way to connect with me more in terms of any support that you may need along your healing journey. All right. I love you so much. Thank you for taking the time to spend a part of your day with me. I appreciate it with my whole heart and I just love you all. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your day. I hope it uh, is as magical as you are. 